Thanks everyone for uh, jumping on this morning. Um, we'll go ahead and uh, get started. Uh, let me get a object here on my screen, but here we're good. We're going to get started. And this is the Hyundai Sales Reviews. Uh, this is the first uh, series of best practices as we kind of uh, evolve the program now that we've gone through uh, the first initial launch phase. Um, again, this is a webinar format where I uh, present to you. Uh, you guys are on mute. Uh, there is a chat uh, feature that some of you have already found on Zoom. That's uh, a great way to ask questions. At the end, I will be able to uh, field those questions. I'll respond to those questions to the best of my abilities while we're all here together um, uh, as we go through this. Um, this uh, presentation, we've got the schedule for 45 minutes. Uh, this is uh, probably about 20 minutes of presentation. Um, and then uh, we'll be able to have just time at the end. So just want to let you know that just these first, you know, the first 20 minutes as we go through this is probably the, you know, the, the kind of the meat and potatoes of things. Um, I'm going to kind of recap uh, some of the, 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 the other training sessions, just to briefly recap and hit on a couple high points um, and point you in the direction. And if you didn't attend those or either one of those, just to put you in the direction of uh, how to get access to some of those resources. We're going to talk about um, reporting and the stuff that you see when you log into the site. Uh, from a reporting standpoint, top opportunities, diagnostics reporting, uh, the rejector reporting, um, uh, as well as uh, the staff reporting. So we'll talk about those in detail. We're also going to cover, you know, when we talk about best practices in the program, we're, we are going to talk about rescores, which is core to uh, customer satisfaction and uh, helping out the customers that, uh, that need help. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about that process again um, uh, as, we, as we covered early on. So um, to, uh, to kind of recap just some of the things that we talked about, just a, a few things that were, were covered initially. It's really, you know, about logging in and getting access to your analytics and reporting. Um, you're going to do that through the Hyundai Dealer Portal and the uh, Hyundai Sales Reviews link on the Hyundai Dealer Portal. You'll be prompted to enter your email address in. And then once you're there, you're, you're taken in um, and good to go. Um, the, uh, uh, the, uh, any user that has access to the portal uh, has a login role to be able to log in. If you're having trouble with that, contact our support team. Let us know what role you have um, uh, in the uh, Hyundai Dealer portal. So we can go through that. But it's just that link that it's Hyundai Sales Reviews. Um, I talked a little bit about um, you know getting access to previous materials. If you didn't attend before, you can uh, view previous materials once we logged in. Uh, you can find them by typing in videos, but you can also uh, just click into that the help section there and be able to either uh, click into the help section there and be able to see the uh, the training um, uh, the, the previous training videos and the training archives that we went through. That's going to have things like the details of the, uh, the the details of the surveys, the specific questions in the surveys, so you can see that as well. Um, that's where you're going to find that kind of information. I'm not going to be covering that um, here today, this morning. Um, just a couple other recap item things when you're logging in. Uh, there's notifications. Uh, you can uh, set your department specific notifications, um, and notifications are key for um, uh, 
you know, having an audit inside the, uh, you know, essentially inside your email of things that are coming in. Um, it's always good to do a notification checkup, make sure you're getting the appropriate amount of email and not too much, not too little. So again, this is the foundational thing that I want to hit on all the way through there. Um, and then, uh, uh, one other piece of this is just noting that, uh, I wanted to cover the survey. Uh, I didn't have the subject line in there. So here we've got the subject line. So just so you know, it does come from Hyundai, uh, Hyundai customer feedback. Uh, the domain is CX just for feedback. The subject is Hyundai would love your sales feedback. So uh, if you're pointing customers to look for the survey, these are the things that they can search for in their email to, to, to find it. And that does happen from time to time. Um, and again, uh, the, the details of the survey, I'm not going to cover that this morning. Uh, the details of the survey can be found in those help documents. Um, on the site, they can be, um, or you can find, read through them through that, um, or you can view them in that video too. I do cover them in detail and the types of questions, but yeah, we'll, when we go through the reporting, you see the reporting will covers those questions as well. Okay. So, uh, the first thing in reporting is your landing point, which is the dashboard, which has these, uh, gauges on the dashboard, um, and interpreting the gauges, just want to cover, you know, a couple things that you see here uh, on these gauges. You'll see a time period comparison if available. Obviously, the in the new in this new program uh, with the set is rolling three months for right now. They're not being uh, established. Um, and if there, you see the gauge is red, it's performing below the targets and performing below the national average. So this would be uh, an area of exploration opportunity to understand what um, and why it is, is performing below. Um, also in here, so you see that they have target ratings. Uh, the number at the top says 62 is the number of total responses and you can change the date filter up there if that's available at this point in time. Um, again, dashboards are still being defined as they're being uh, changed. Uh, we'll provide you guys with notifications in the application of those changes. I also want to point out that there is a net promoter tile and net promoters being used by Hyundai now across multiple programs. Net promoter is that other measurement. I do go into detail of what net promoter is, but you should pay attention to net promoter uh, as uh, it is a top line kind of um, uh, uh, measurement uh, overall for satisfaction. Uh, one of the things that's easy about it is uh, one of the things easy about it. One thing that's easy, easy and neat about the tile is that you can click into the tile and view those survey responses of those people that are detractors. They generally correlate to low scores. As a matter of fact, um, we haven't seen too many uh, differentiations where they don't correlate to low scores, but that allows you to go in and just see the people who are not happy and, and you know, try to get a better understanding of, of why they're not happy overall. Um, so remember, um, it's uh, the question itself is how likely you to recommend the dealership. Um, and if anyone answers that six to zero, six or lower, those are considered the detractors. So those are definitely the people that we want to, you know, be paying attention to and understand what caused them to detract. Um, there's a detractor measure the way it is, is that says, you know, if they go down that path, they're not likely to do business with you again. Okay, so those are the overall, those are currently the overall measures. We do go into the detailed sales categories and this is where I want to spend, uh, this is where I want to spend a little bit of uh, time on. Um, oop, hang on, sorry. This is where I want to spend a little bit of time on. I didn't mean to be advancing through that, is 
talking a little bit about the, the sales categories. Now, these are the, the, the measurements where we ask them to rate their, uh, rate their satisfaction with each of these individual measures, which is the website, facility, the dealership personnel, working out the deal, paperwork, complete delivery. And you'll see these on your dashboard. And they're, they're front and center on the dashboard. Um, and uh, you'll see them to be, uh, obviously, if they're you know, green, they're good. If they're, uh, if, if they're red, they're underperforming. And um, it's really good to examine the areas that are underperforming. And we can look at those specific, we can look at these specific um, areas, and then we can see trends in those specific areas. So once we're doing this over time, you'll be able to look at those and see if those are moving actually up or down based upon the time comparisons, as those gauges all do show a little bit of a trend. It's like, are we improving or are we not improving? Um, uh, you know, and things like the website are, you know, program controlled. So obviously people at, uh, at National are going to be paying attention to all of these as well um, as we go through it. Um, but their area, the areas of opportunity around those um, will we'll, we'll start to identify into that into this next section. And that's where I want to spend um, uh, a, a good chunk of this time on. So the red, they're underperforming. And then we're going to uh, come into that next section, which is the areas of opportunities. So if you'll recall, uh, if you'll recall, we can now take, essentially take those rating questions uh, that says, hey, you're 4.5 or 4.75. And one of the problems is um, for uh, all stores is that all stores are pretty good. And um, when you're pretty good and you have high scores all the way through, it's very difficult to start figuring out, okay, well, where do we, where do we put our energy and where do we put our energy and resources in and trying to understand that we have a, you know, a, maybe a process opportunity, a training opportunity, you know, something that can be, um, something that can be improved um, and something that can improve customer satisfaction in the store. And so the opportunities tile uh, and that opportunity style that sits in the middle page is, a, is an aggregation of all of those diagnostic questions when people score low. Um, it's, it's essentially an aggregation of all those diagnostic question responses. And so we put those in a prioritized list for you to be able to say, okay, across all, this, all the categories, you know, which are the areas that we should you know, pay attention to the most? And it just shows the top five. Um, the, the best thing to do would be here to be focusing on the top two or anything that was new that came in. Um, you can click on each one of these and be able to see the trend overall for each one to see when the last responses came in. Uh, you can do that through this tile. So just by clicking on each one of those items and then be able to see the trend on the right hand side. Hang on a sec. Oh, excellent. Thank you, Tiger. I see the chat lighting up there. Um, be able to, to see the trend of those on the right hand side. So uh, one of the easy things to do is to look and then identify if it's uh, and then identify if it's a you know a new issue, new opportunity, or if it's something that's ongoing. And the, the quantification of it will show that over that period of time. So in the last 30 days, you know, you know, tra transparency of paperwork in the process has become an issue. Um, and what we can do is we can click into the details of those by selecting the, uh, the, binocular, the binoculars on those. They'll take you into the detailed records of those uh, and where you can read the specific comments by the, by the customer on each one of those. And from there, there can be some pattern matching of identification ac across some of those survey questions. But it's a real easy way 
to identify uh, if there's if there's a specific um, uh, problem. And that's the whole kind of point is that you know we're not trying to uh, turn you know you guys don't have to be you know analytics experts. You don't have to be um, um, you know, have experience and have, you know, training and, you know, detailed uh, process around this. It's a very easy way to be able to see, okay, well, look, where, where do I need to jump into um, if I need to? And, and one of the things the tile allows you to do is allows you to go into these specific subsections. So uh, we can go in and look and say what people are saying about staff interaction. We can see what people are saying about the facility. We can see what people are saying about, you know, the, the paperwork process or even delivery and then, you know, identify if those are areas. The thing that's neat is if you look at the section above it that has the gauges and those are red in certain areas, it's easy to pinpoint down and say, okay, well, geez, hey, you know, people are complaining about, um, uh, we have more complaints about the service facility. Let's go down to this section here, use this drop down menu on the left hand side and be able to see what of the service facility are people complaining about. Some things might be, it might be about things that are, that are very much in control uh, of the store, which might be cleanliness um, and that, that's in control. If they're complaining about, you know, in and out access, maybe, it, maybe there's something that can be done from a parking standpoint, but maybe there isn't something that can be done, but each kind of one of those items can be uh, in, uniquely evaluated. So we can click in and drive into those specific uh, sales categories. Uh, I think you're gonna uh, be able to, um, you know, it, it's great to be able to point to individual records, but what we wanna do is be able to see these and bubbled up so you can go back and, and view those individual details. And as I said, if you click on each one of those items, um, they'll show the trend on the right-hand side for each individual item. And you'll see where it says, uh, on my screen there, it says transparency of paperwork finance process. That'll just correlate to each one of those. So when you click on one, it'll change and it'll show you the, the, the counts by day if it, if it came through. And so far that, um, so far that um, that tile has been, uh, the feedback we've got on the tile has been very positive. So it's good So um, I wanna make sure that you guys are paying attention to that and, and sharing through that. Um, okay, so, you know, that we see on the dashboard, that first initial landing page screen is just a subset of the overall items that are in that questionnaire. We wanna dive into the details of that questionnaire and then see how people responded. You can click on what is the sales diagnostics report on the left-hand side. The sales diagnostics report is a graphical view uh, representation of the survey itself and, and of all the survey questions um, for a specific time period. You can go in there and you can see survey details. Um, the neat thing about that report itself is kind of like that opportunities tile report is that every item in that report is clickable. So if you wanna dive into the details of the people that had a specific issue or responded a specific way, you can click into it and then you'll be able to get the, the survey respondent view that shows you that level of detail about each individual um, uh, survey response. Um, that's great for, you know, a forensics or, or if there's just a pattern of some type of issues like what, you know, can we, can we actually determine what happened with these customers? Um, the uh, another great report that we have in here 
um, as, as a result of the other survey that's going out with it, which is the rejector survey. The rejector survey is a follow-on survey to the uh, existing survey if people said that they shopped at other stores during their journey. If they shopped at other stores during the journey, we give them the opportunity to identify those other stores that they shopped at. And we ask them their rating of those stores. We ask them to rate the service categories. And then we ask them why they didn't purchase from that store, meaning your store. So you're seeing, if you have rejected results, and you're not gonna see as many rejected results as you will see uh, in, in the sales diagnostic report. So there's, oh, it's a small subset, it's about 30% that ended up taking that and going through, and they, they have to have actually gone to your store there. They have to have an experience with your store. So it may be an online experience, it may be an, an indirect experience. But um, we're just openly asking them if they did and shop at other stores. The neat thing is, is that we can start to look at, uh, at potential issues and correlate rating averages on the service cat on the sales categories with the people who purchased and see, you know, what about that experience that was actually okay for rejector. And an interesting thing that we see already is that they don't, you know, these people wanted to do business. They want, they definitely were there. They wanted to do business. There was the, and they, and they rate, their results, their categories as such. And so it's interesting, you don't, you don't, you're not treating them as like people that had a poor experience and you're seeing, you know, one star, you know, one stars all the way through or, you know, going down and it's all negative. It's actually positive uh, in those category ratings. It's, it's surprisingly, um, people are very much, they had, you know, they went in with an open mind and they didn't, you know, purchase a car. And so what's interesting is you can kind of correlate you know, some of those categories with, with people who in the sales survey and understanding, well, geez, you know, there's a, there's a, there's potentially an opportunity for resolving issues based upon the different way that they, uh, that they answered. So interesting enough, some rejectors, they, they like certain parts of, uh, had a better part of the experience. Interesting thing to look at. Um, the next piece of this is what happens at the end. And that's, you know, again, we're trying to make sure that it's a, an easy to interpret, easy to understand report, understand that it's very, very, um, you know, very intuitive from looking at the reports, like what are the top reasons that they are not, uh, they're not purchasing from your store. And that's what that one single question asks them. And then we ask them to uh, evaluate what are those reasons. And so um, those reasons are set. They actually help uh, identify with um, uh, traditional process and um, a traditional sales process. And what we end up seeing here is that, um, you know, it's, was it price? Was it inventory? Was it how they were treated? Um, you know, was it, you know, was it deep into the negotiation? Was it, you know, were they, were they signing documents? Um, uh, was it just an engagement with the staff? And so we can really kind of identify, you know, what those, what those were. Now there isn't real level detail behind this, but this helps us at least identify, okay, what are, what are the people that rejected my store? What are they, what do they, how do they feel? And what was their sentiment about that? So this is a very uh, powerful report. It's easy to interpret. Um, and we look forward to additional feedback on it. Uh, there's the staff report in there. Uh, the staff report is got some color coded highlighting uh, to highlight, uh, you know, kind of the top and bottom in each category um, of employees for the, those individual coaching opportunities. 
you can uh, click on the employee and see those employee specific surveys. When you go through this, their name is highlighted. You can click through there and you can see that specific survey. You can um, um, see how each question was evaluated there as well. So, uh, you know, and this report is also, uh, we can export the report out, but you can uh, in view individual, uh, individual questions and how those individual questions might have correlated for individuals um, overall. Kind of all, kind of one of the things that um, we look for is looking for just highlighting the, you know, highlighting the red for for areas of uh, opportunity and areas for uh, for coaching overall. Go to the next one. There is a uh, another uh, new report in there. That's the uh, another new dashboard in there. That's the reputation dashboard. The reputation dashboard is correlated to uh, review reach, where at the end of the survey, there's an opportunity for that to convert to a public review or for them to take a Google review. Um, if you look at the dashboard, you will have the uh, reviews monitored by review site there um, as well my third-party review site um, and you can click down into those and see the re uh, review level uh, review level details um, so this is part of the uh, monitoring solution to see that level of detail um, on third-party review sites just wanted to point it out because this is one of the things i didn't talk about in the previous um, in the previous presentation and it is available in there now too Um, and one other thing that we're uh, going to be adding uh, this week is the uh, concern resolution dashboard, which is another dashboard which just highlights these low scores that are coming in, making it really easy for you to, to find the low scores and then measure performance on the conversion of uh, low score to high score. So that's going to be the concern resolution dashboard. When we talk about dashboards, it's just the things that are on that landing page when you go to dashboard overall. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, rescore process for uh, concern resolution. Um, so here's you know kind of the things that we know about rescore and this is this is based upon service. this is based upon our usage of the rescore information uh, overall. But um, one of the neat things that we know is that if somebody comes through and goes through that rescore process, they they can take a follow-on survey uh, and come back. Uh, they're likely to convert back to a, a five-star customer. 95% uh, of customers that do come back and then take another follow-on survey do convert to high customers. So what we know is that they, um, the, what we know is that the rescore customers are going to score higher in the future um and they uh they also uh creates perception um of them returning higher so that's the interesting thing is that we see them coming back through quicker uh as we go through on the um on the sales side the um uh as we go through on the um, sales side we're building that for service and we're building that for future sales so the idea is is that we know that if they change their perception they go through that rescore process overall 
uh, they are going to be higher likelihood to do business with you in the future. So that's the neat thing about that. Um, that's the neat thing about the process is that we've seen overall, we've seen higher scores. We've seen higher loyalty of customers that end up going through this process. Um, and that's on just on the service side with Hyundai. So I just want to share that information in case you guys haven't seen it and know that the, the how powerful that rescore process is, what, how it impacts overall. So the rescore process replaces, uh, the rescore process replaces the existing mulligan process. Okay. So uh, with the rescore process, replacing the existing mulligan process, the, uh, the, the steps to rescoring are really twofold. One, the, uh, uh, one, we have to put a response in. So the response can come before or after contacting the customer. Best practices, contact the customer, call the customer, uh, text the customer, engage with the customer in any capacity to understand, you know, is there something that could have been done differently? Um, that's the best way to go about this initially. Um, sometimes it happens just through email and we respond and they, we, the response comes through. The response has to be posted in order for a rescore. It's a prerequisite for it. Once the response is complete, the rescore button becomes available here. And you can hit the button to uh, rescore the customer. Rescoring the customer, uh, an email will go out to that customer uh, in near real time. That uh, email, uh, customer response and email, there's another survey follow-up in there. They complete that survey, the rescore star rating replaces the original star rating. So it is a full replacement of that star rating when, they, when that comes through. Um, and it's a great way to lift scores overall um, and not have to feel like you got stuck with just a, uh, a single you know, one star, two star when those occasionally happen. Um, and generally, uh, in, in cases, you know, there's certain things that can be done to just change the perception and make them fixable. Uh, we know that about 50% of the rescores that get requested get responded to, but we also do track whether they were initiated or not. The key point of this is, is that you want to make sure that the customer's concerns have been resolved prior to pushing the rescore button. That's an important piece. Okay, some key points of this. Um, you know, we have the sales categories, identify, you know, identify strengths and weaknesses. Again, when we look at the numbers and mass and we look at all the data that we have, every, everything is really good. Everything is great overall. Everyone is, for the most part, very happy with their experiences. So you kind of have to look and see, you know, here's what we're good at, here's what, here's what needs uh, improvement um, overall. If it does need improvement, you can work that top opportunity style. Um, for just identifying, hey, look, here's the things that people are here's here's the things that people are explicitly telling us that could be improved, um, and then we can examine that in you know in greater detail. And in the comments of the survey, so when you click on that survey detail, uh, in the comments of the survey, we're seeing people make those comments as to what the additional things can be improved by it. So, you know, look at the responses and 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 dive into it, especially if we're just trying to figure out, okay, what are people saying. Um, you know, and work to be improved about it. Um, the staff report is definitely an area of opportunity for um, uh, for the employees uh, and understanding, you know, tops and bottoms and opportunities. And then obviously um, there's 
the ability to um, rescore the customer and replace those bad scores. Um, you can do it by increasing customer loyalty. We know that those customers, at least on the service side, we know those customers come back in. We know they come back in quicker and we know they come back in happier. The quicker you can get to that, the, the faster you can get to that, the faster you get those responses in, the, the, the cheaper, the more likely, and the more likelihood that they're going to complete it, the more likelihood that they're going to score that response higher overall. Um, that's the neat thing about it is that, you know, it, it, it fast and efficient on, fast and efficient process around that um, will uh, yield some, some pretty big dividends um, in the future. Uh, again, I covered this last time, but I mean, it's important to know that when you log in, there's the help beacon there for help and support. Uh, there's the phone number and there's the email address for asking questions or providing feedback up. Um, you can also chat with a team member directly in the object, but you can, you can send an email to Hyundai at chirkers.com um, and a team member will pick that up and respond in, in case you have any questions about anything that are going through there. <clears throat> 